Welcome to the Marketing Growth Podcast. I'm your host, Shane Barker. Previously on the podcast, we were discussing hashtag marketing with Sal Fleshman from WriteKit. If you're joining us today, let me tell you the conversations we focused around marketing with some fun questions at the end. So cool. So it sounds like, I mean, obviously you guys have been working on this tool. You guys have been working on like there's a hundred plus people that have worked on this in the last nine years, long journey, SaaS product. I'm excited about that. So what do you think, obviously is the expert in regards to hashtag marketing and, and the SaaS products that you've created, what do you think the future of hashtag marketing looks like? I mean, you, how do you think it's going to evolve? I mean, it's awesome because obviously Twitter uses it and Instagram and Pinterest and everybody kind of adapted it. I think you were an early person in and I can only imagine when you started seeing other people start using that, you know, the hashtag and you're like, oh, this is awesome. This is, the, it's going to live on even if Twitter doesn't, Twitter will not go anywhere. But what do you think about the future of hashtag marketing? Yeah. So early on when the naysayers said, Saul, if this is worth anything, Twitter's going to just give people lots of uh, what to do with hashtags. So will Instagram. No, they won't. What they would like us to do is pay to play. Mm, and for sure. the hashtags are something they cannot take back. They did not invent them. Twitter doesn't have the sense. So just like they had to buy TweetDeck instead of making it because they don't think like marketing people. Yeah. But hashtags are actually counter to what they want. They want us to pay for audience, pay for promoted tweets. Whereas with hashtags, you're doing the work. And I think the future is in time, people will think, will see that you get a little more. I think some people may listen to this podcast and, and say, well, okay, this guy Saul, he's at this in his ninth year. And they started with right tag. And I'm telling you, you're going to get a little bit more. So you should spend next to no time. And they're going to use a hashtag generation tool. That's what we're hoping. But That's you guys listening out there. There's that. And I think in general, things that facilitate faster generation of total posts. And that's more than hashtag. It's the image, the emoji, attribution. It's okay to tag the author when you're sharing their posts. Often you get a like, sometimes a retweet, a thank you, a comment, and someone will add more than what was actually in that tweet. I've never understood why people don't like at sign the author or whoever put it out. I mean, to me, that's it's a very basic thing to do. Most of the time you can go look up the person's name, find it. To me, like I've had, you know, people in the past on my team that like haven't done that. I'm like, why would you not tag that person to let them know, like, hey, we're sharing your stuff? I mean, there's some benefits to that. That's easy because they use something that is putting out plain vanilla posts. Mm. They're either clicking the tweet button that's not doing it, that's right, like right on a blog, or they're using another tool that pulls in an RSS and puts out a plain vanilla post that's just the text. As I said before, it's just the page title and the URL. That's all it is. And there are tons of things that do this, but they could do more. And if you're using something that's looking for everything possible you could do and enhancing that process that's included with Write Boost and Write Forge, then it's doing it your way. So actually, well, Saul believes in up to three hashtags. Shane believes in up to two. Well, he gets it his way. Saul wants his emoji. Shane doesn't. Enhance is customizable. So it's doing what you want. But they both believe in that author attribution thing. Yeah. yeah. So they both get yeah. that. But it's something that's doing this. And you want to look for tools where they're out to save you time to do yeah. the most, I mean, automate the most. That's the whole point of AI, machine learning, all that kind of stuff. Anything you use. I mean, I, you know, I talk about 
doing SEO back in the day or any of that stuff. Like there was no tools. I had, we had nothing. And now there's like, I don't know, now there's a thousand tools to use. You know, it's kind of crazy, but it's like the whole idea is, is for any tool is to cut down your time, your headache that you have on stuff. Like the idea is let them do the hard work and then you just take it from there, like bring it up to 80%, 90% and then you take it from there. So in regards to like hashtags and like, you know, in regards to marketing for hashtags and trends and stuff like that. I mean, you said that you guys obviously have your blog at Medium, right? So go take a look at that. Is there any other place you guys that you look at, you read blogs that you read and talk about like hashtag marketing or trends or anything that's going on in the future in regards to marketing? There's marketing examples is something that I like. I'm really active on IndieHackers.com. Although I get a little, every now and then I get a little of Sawyer 53 and your thing is in its ninth year, I still have that kind of indie feeling because we started so small. We, we started with nothing and we did something that your great, great grandfather would understand. We put in all the time it takes to, to offer something that we believe is worth money. We didn't monetize for the first year and a half at all. Yeah. Then we charge money for stuff and those that need it pay for it. And from this, we sustain and we grow, but I get ideas from these product hunt. Oh yeah, I sure. see what is awesome as is, or I see something where they pretty much close to got it, but kind of they're doing one thing wrong from what we've figured out. Yeah. Yeah. I love product hunt for that. Product hunt is a phenomenal tool where you can go and just see all the new SaaS companies. I mean, they have all kinds of stuff. People are launching things and it's really cool to see how people react to it. You know, it's a really very, um, not an easy community to get into. I mean, it's not, you can't just walk into the community, but I've been a member for quite a while. And once again, we've launched a few products on there for clients and for ourselves as well. And it's, you learn something new each time, you know, on, on the, that whole process. It's like anything. It's like when you're launching anything, you learn a lot, you know, most of the times you fall on your face, your first one. And then after that, you start to, to learn a little more. And so it's funny that after nine years that I get it, you're not supposed to be indie, but you know, you got to keep it young, right? I mean, we're not, I mean, we're, you know, we're no spring chickens over here. We're, you know, we're still young and vibrant. We still look at the, the younger websites and be able to frolic with the younger folks. Like, don't, you know, don't tell us we can't do that. Come on now. <laughs> we started this before you guys were alive. I was doing this when you were in a, like breastfeeding or something. Come on now. Like we're, you know, we're in this together. So we're here to figure this out together. You take from past experiences and bring them to what you do now and have that. Yeah, for sure. You have to, right? And that's the thing too, is I think it's, you know, there's value in, even though once again, in theory, you're not indie in the sense of the word indie, but the, my point is, is like, yeah, but you're also a seasoned vet that's in there helping people and talking with people and you're learning stuff. Like to me, that's, you know, it's like almost like a mentorship. Like to me, anytime I get somebody that they don't have to be older than me, they just have to be, have more knowledge than I have in any, in any capacity. I, hey, you're welcome to my group any day of the week. Like I love, I, I want to learn from people. Like even if you're younger than me, like, you know, you know, you can even be better looking. You can even wear me undies and look better me undies than I do. I, I'm okay with that too. Like whatever the deal is, you know, it's like there's, there's value in all that. And when it comes to, you know, working together and contribution and, you know, once again, I think community of learning is, is a, is a big thing. I think that's, that's kind of awesome. I'm currently the only old guy on the team. We've had others. We've had two university professors intern with us actually. Nice. But currently like the guys are, are far younger than me. Our CTO, Michal, is for sure the best teacher I've ever had. So it, to me, it's incredible. To me, I'm really honored to be able to work with these guys. And I learned so much from what we can see from that audience that my father wanted. 
I talked about mm-hmm. before in the beginning. I'm sorry if it's a different segment, of, but no, no, no. About this sense. thing where my dad wanted to sell his paintings and he didn't and he couldn't. And you keep in mind that's a marketing guy, Shane. If some, if someone, you've got a couple paintings behind you, I see, right? Mm-hmm. If someone bought one, it could be in a closet. It could be in a wall in a room that no one goes into. What's the audience of it, right? 402,000 yeah. people have completed registrations for our product. Wow. More. Wow. Well over 20 million people have had one or more contacts with our products. So it's incredible to see how it's no longer anecdotal. What does this type of animal do? Yeah. Right. It's no longer a couple hundred people registering per month, but 300 a day. So we get to see what masses of people do. This is an opportunity I've never had in my life. So. Yeah, you made it happen. That's amazing. I mean, that's crazy with the amount of people. I mean, once again, I know with SaaS products, it's you do, you start off, once you get your first person, you're excited and then you're getting two a day and getting three a day and you're five. And then you're dealing with issues and doing this and you want to do a new thing. And then all of a sudden you get to a point after nine years, man, that's, that's quite the grind, quite the hustle, man. Congratulations on that. Once again, that's a, that's not an easy task. I know that for sure. So cool. We're going to jump into kind of the, I mean, I call it the fun section, but really it's more of like kind of some things that, you know, from you just being an entrepreneur and different things that you've got going on and also to kind of get to know a little bit more about you. So what would you, if you had an opportunity to talk with the 21 year old Saul, uh, what would you tell him? What would you tell him saying now you're 53 today? So, you know, that's give or take whatever 20 or 30 years, but what would you tell him today? Like, Hey, bud, like this is, here goes some information that I haven't, you know, I'm trying to think of these younger entrepreneurs that are out there, like, and it's hard to give just one line and then, you know, do a mic drop, but like, what would you tell them? Like, what would you say? Hey, listen, this is something that I learned that I think is absolutely invaluable. It's okay to be uncomfortable with understanding what you're doing now to make a buck is not good enough for you. This is something Mm -hmm. where I see a lot of people like try to make it work. They join a company that where there's nothing to believe in and they work for a boss, not a leader. And they understand that whatever they might bring to the organization, they will never be considered for being any more than a nub on a cog, on a gear, in a sub-assembly, in one of someone else's many machines. That's Mm. right. And just do that because you need to do it to make a living. But what I would tell the younger me is it's going to be bad. Through your 20s and your 30s, uh, you're going to have jobs that you can't believe in and you shouldn't and keep your eyes open. What I wish I knew is that you can make it happen. That junk that I was just telling you about, the 402,000 completed registrations and the 20-something million that have seen this, it's not boasting. I'm hoping to inspire people. My secret mission is I want you to have a startup. I want you to be a founder. I want you to come up with something that should be your product. I want you to find this pain that hasn't been adequately alleviated and do this because I want more people to know that the work they're doing impacts either a tiny, like a doctor, a medical doctor is impacting a small number of people a day really, really well. much more profoundly than I will in my whole Mm -hmm. life, but, or giving tons of people 
hashtag generation. And instead of spending six minutes of research, they're doing it in 1.8 seconds. This is can't compare to alleviating the pain that doctors do, but it's doing it for a great mass of people. And you know that your work has impact. I want more people. I want you to do something to make your product and know that your work is impacting a heck of a lot of people. I love that, especially these days, make an impact. I love that, the, the premise of that. You don't have a technical background, right? No, no. Not at all. No, no, not at all. I did a little, I, we all had to do two years of Pascal in my high school, high school of engineering and science in Philadelphia. And then just a couple of years ago, I did a Python course that I kind of limped through. I learned that no, Saul, you're still not, you still do not think like a problem solver, like a developer, you're not going to be Ad, Ahmed, Pavel, Michal, Shashank, or any of the, the best people, Karun, sorry, Karun, Sarabjot, that I've worked with. You're not going to catch up to them. So yeah. why don't you do what you do well? I'm sorry to force this in here, but I'd say you don't really need to be that bright to do what I do. And I continue to earn your position. You need to appreciate what it means to be able to affect so many people and have that gratitude inherent in just, and a lot of that comes from being with a bit of age. I've had bad jobs, really bad jobs. So I appreciate a good one. Yeah. 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 Right. It takes that sometimes. But if you, if you have that, then from there you draw the ability to do a lot of the grunt work, a lot of really menial stuff. I said that I do, awesome. I do all of our social myself. I do a lot of really mean, I do customer service yeah. myself seven days a week. That's it. And they're grinding away. That's what it takes. That's what it takes. Even in, in year nine, right? I mean, but I think it's important to feel those. A lot of people don't feel those anymore. And then you start to lose control, of the, not control of the company, but understanding what's going on in the company. Right. Because it's like you, nobody, if you're the one who's in control of that and knowing what's going on there, then you know what things you need to tweak and fix and you know how you can handle those kind of things. So I think that's a valid way to go. I think it's a, an important thing that some people I think overlook, especially in year nine. Yeah. So this is going to be our, our last question of, uh, before the podcast ends. But if you could have dinner with three people that they're dead or alive, then I'll be coming to dinner for you and, and I, we'll have somebody else that will cook. So you don't have to worry about that. But who would that be? Who would be the three people you'd have at that table? Noam Chomsky. Yeah. Hello. I knew his mother of all people. We're really in neighborhood in Philadelphia. Yeah. She was a seamstress. If you needed something fixed, you could go over and have it chomped. Um, <laughs> and, and she talked about the family. And then I started getting into reading, listening to things like manufacturing descent, consent, manufacturing consent. And mm -hmm. Albert Einstein, one of my favorite quotes, you know, when I struggled with trying to make it as a developer and, and thinking more as a problem solver, I like that quote from Einstein, everyone's a genius, but if you ask a fish to climb a ladder, it'll spend the rest of its life thinking it's stupid. <laughs> so I believe in that, in like finding what you do well and drilling down into that. So those two um, come to mind, Barack Obama, yeah, 
You know, it's crazy. I'm not kidding you. I've never had this before. The last three podcasts that I've done, they've said Barack Obama. Yeah. Three totally different people. Like I wouldn't even put, I mean, every, somebody's a SaaS product, somebody's a main speaker. And it's funny that that's three, that's three times in a row. That's interesting to me. Very interesting to me. Yeah. Huh. Making makes an impact. Well, cool. Solid. Let's talk about this. If anybody wants to get in contact with you or um, wants to know more about your products, where can they get in contact with you? What we do is write kit. And I wanted to, I wanted to just leave this for a surprise and make the announcement on your podcast. We're about to offer something. It's, I was talking about, yeah, you could use rightly in right forge, right boost. And then you get the hashtags from the, uh, from the right tag. We're going to offer a package and at a discount, it's the full package. And Anyone who wants this, you heard this podcast, you got it from Shane Barker, and you just say, uh, I want the package, and I will have to make a, a, I'll tag you, and I'll get back to you. But within a couple of weeks, we will be offering a discounted package. You get everything, and a heck of a lot of it. So there, if there's no upsells, there's no add-ons. It's you've got more get than it all. enough. Yeah, it's because what we want, our evil purpose is to have you for a long time rather than mm. to keep pushing you up on your costs. So that's just as far as where to get in touch, right kit, R-I-T-E-K-I-T will come up, hopefully still. <laughs> and if you have questions, you'll probably get me answering them. I'm a grunt. Hey, you guys heard that here first. That's exciting. He's going to be bundling up his packages, putting all the SaaS products together and giving you guys a huge discount. So you guys, once again, if you're looking to gain back some time in your day, which I think everybody is these days, I mean, do things more, the more intelligent way. Go take a look at the software. What we'll do too is we'll include something at the bottom of this post once he... Once um, Saul puts together the package deal and we'll have... You guys can click on the link below. That way you guys can go over there and get the huge discount. So... Once again, you guys, if you guys like to listen to this podcast today, you like what you hear, make sure you guys subscribe to it. Um, also want to tell you guys one more time about my How to Be an Influencer course. That's howtobeaninfluencer.com. That's the course that we're coming out with um, to help influencers, to help people that want to be an entrepreneur, but really an influencer, go in and be able to learn how to do that the correct way, how to work with brands, how to pitch brands, um, how to put their content together. Once again, how to put that full package together. If you're looking to um, do that at an accelerated pace, and obviously that course, this course would be for you guys. So Saul, thank you so much for coming on the podcast today, my friend. Thank you so much. And uh, we'll be talking with you guys soon. Okay. Thanks. Thanks.